Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. everybody let's crank it up welcome to our friday edition of omega man radio it's saturday for peter and i he's coming to you from gold coast australia i'm coming to you from bali and we're glad to be here with you today we've got um the next hour and 45 minutes so we got a, plenty of time tonight peter how you been since last week my brother yeah good how are you all going good here excellent and, um, we're having um the adventures happening every day really brother that's the truth <laughs> When you, uh, in addition to teaching tonight, I want to hear about the uh, the adventure with the dragon tonight. Would you like to open up oh, the okay. show in prayer tonight? Yes, uh, uh, we open up. Um, we thank you, Father God. We ask you, dear Father God, uh, we love you and praise you, and um, we recognize you, and we we in agreement all say together that we uh, we want you to be with us today and um, and forever, and to give us. Eyes to hear, eyes to see, and ears to hear. Give us proper understanding because um, um, it's through that understanding we want to know and receive a love of the truth. Amen. I say amen. Peter, before you bring tonight's teaching, tell us about yeah. your recent adventure involving a dragon. Okay. Um, I, as you know, I went on the Woman's Weekly um, magazine in Australia, and uh, in that magazine article, they, they uh, got Australia's top psychic. And through that, he, uh, he, got, he met me, and uh, i got to go and talk to him, but uh, I haven't had a chance yet. But he uh, texted me and said, uh, down on the Gold Coast, there's some people that have got a problem, and would I contact them? So uh, I've been trying to contact them and I haven't been able to and then I was able to. I sort of didn't give up and, and I was able to contact them. Uh, when I contacted them, uh, they were saying things like uh, things are moving in the house and um, we got a dragon. <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. So, all right, I'll come down there. So it wasn't far. It's about 15 minutes drive from here. 
And um, when I get there, um, I find out that the, the two ladies are Christian believers, um, sort of trying to find a church, um, just becoming uh, into uh, a love of the truth. And um, uh, I get in the house and we sit down and I have a look out the side and there's this six-foot-high dragon um, sculpture. <laughs> Oh, man, it's the nicest look at dig you ever seen. And uh, they paid $1,000 for it uh, and uh, bought it at the local landscaping shop and um, they had problems. They, they said we patted its belly and uh, we fed it and we asked it to uh, guard us and look after us. And, and um, oh, um I went, oh, my goodness. And then they said it started moving. And uh, these people are frightened out of their wits now because the, there's knockings and noises in the house, marks appearing on the ceiling and things being thrown at the house um, and chips, just big chips in the window where rocks are sort of flying at the house. It's not even near a road or anywhere for that to happen. And... Um, one of them, I, I found out her story later, but uh, she says, have a look in my room. So uh, I went in her room and she said, look up on the ceiling. And I looked up on the ceiling. There's all marks all over the ceiling. And she said, I was, I was tr lifted up out of my bed and nearly taken away. And, and the, I hit the ceiling and I'm hanging on and, and I'm being pushed up against the ceiling. So um, she had a huge uh, visitation there. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I rang a couple of friends, you know, you want to come with me? No one wanted to come. So I just said, all right, I'll go myself. And um, that's before I got there. And then um, so I got a hammer. I took a hammer with me and I've got a ute uh, pickup truck. So I, um, I got the lady to – I explained to them a few things and I got her to um, – uh, Ask God to forgive her for worshipping the idol and um, to renounce that she wanted it. And uh, I got the hammer and uh, smashed its head and broke the side of its head off and then rebuked it and virtually did deliverance on the statue. You come out of there. You leave this house and you're not coming back. And anyway, uh, one of the ladies there said she saw smoke coming out of it. I didn't see it, but she saw it. So anyway, um, I do that and then I'm saying, I'm going to throw this in the uh, pickup truck and I'm going to take it away for you. I'll sort all that out. And uh, then we're having a cup of tea and I'm explaining to them uh, some things. And next, year, next thing, the one that levitated starts manifesting and her friend goes, what? What is this? And uh, so I got a cup of tea in one hand and on the other hand, I'm quite casually saying, come out. <laughs> And this lady's like got two hands around her throat, being choked and uh, face going red. And that's serious. And, and I'm going, come out. And I don't want to be over dramatic because I don't even hardly know these people. I don't want to be dramatic at all. So I just let the love of God come, call for the love of God, call for her to be delivered. And then she's on all fours vomiting, um, vomiting up uh, blood. Uh, the friend had to get a bucket. And, and then um, – then I thought this is enough, uh, and I started binding it up. And um, <laughs> I asked them, you know, are you guys baptized? And and they said no. 
so like baptism as we know the water the blood and our spirit bears witness on earth in heaven it's it's the word the holy spirit and the father bearing witness so we've got uh witnesses in heaven and witnesses in earth and unless you're water baptized you don't have a witness so the devil can accuse you well they're not really believers they they haven't uh, uh been obedient that they, they've got no witness of their conversion so it's doubtful uh, uh in terms of the devil and um so i said you have to be baptized but i haven't got time and you need to be baptized straight away so they uh I wrote out what to do in baptism and what to say and said I'll put my prayers with your prayers in agreement and and uh, I left I took the dragon and uh, took it down to the uh, dump and uh, they ran down to the beach and baptized each other <laughs> Wow that's amazing so, so that's the story with the dragon uh, I followed up the lady vomited and had diarrhea for three days still having uh, things coming out of it. Now, for those just joining us, we're live with Minister Peter Whiffen from Gold Coast, Australia. And he just related to you what happened when a family bought a dragon. What did they spend? About a thousand Australian dollars? A thousand Australian dollars, yeah, on this thing. And they made the mistake of giving it a name. They would pet, what would they do, pet its belly or pat it on the back? What were they doing? Yeah. They rubbed its belly, being friendly to it and all of this, you know, just being a bit silly, really. Yeah. But it, it turned out to be um, deadly, like dangerous, what they did. Did they also give it any food? They gave it food. Uh-oh. And they gave it a name. They petted its belly. And they asked it to look after them. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It yeah, did. one of them saying, oh, my, uh, the other friend here asked it to look after us, and she was the owner of the house. Now, not only was that happening, something was trying to take over their car and crash it when they were driving all the time. After they got so the dragon that, or before? Before. Uh, when they got the dragon. It all okay. started after the dragon came. Okay, so they made a mistake. Number one, you don't bring the actual symbol of Satan himself, a dragon. That's what... Satan's identified when symbols have power. And they brought it in the house. They gave it a name. They're petting its belly. They gave it some food, like a family pet, and asked it to look over them. Folks, something moved in with them. It's called a demon. Now, did I hear the story correctly that um, some of them began to levitate, got thrown up on the ceiling? What happened there? Yeah, yeah. The lady at nighttime, something came, choked her. And uh, then she got lifted to the ceiling, and um, she saw a ring of faces around her. Well, it was a big story. Um, I, I think myself that that statue was the subject of a witchcraft, Satanist um, coven, and and uh, it was put out there for sale to the to the happy victim. Folks, this is and not. Uh, entertainment here this actually happened this is deadly what if that thing had been successful in killing them that's what it tried to do when it tried to take control of the car and you're going to tell me that something picking you up is not a demon lifting you up levitating folks demons either pick them up or move their hand and levitate them however they move them i think they probably just picked her up tell you the truth but she was on the ceiling whoa there was marks all over the ceiling she was showing me there's scrape marks 
and and like you know when you it's a plaster ceiling yep. it had marks over the ceiling like a claw had went after it like yeah like when you fall over and grab the wall you know and you scrape it and you get a black stain or a bit of a stain so it's all over the ceiling there she said look i was up there i was near this place and that hey. place <laughs> folks this happened now um did did they have when you came in did you have to get them to repent yeah well, well yes look it's all uh, what i'm learning is this it's all about agreement adam and eve ate from the tree they signified their agreement and they signed a contract by eating um that's uh action and 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 agreement by words so uh, this is very big. We can do agreement by words or action. And our action shows the thoughts and intents of our hearts. So um, we uh, we see here by their actions, they bought this thing, the cursed ob object. They were believers but not baptized believers. Now, that's very dangerous. You, you want to be a believer, you'll be a target, and you'll be not baptized. You're, you're a sitting duck. <laughs> sitting duck. So, uh, absolutely, this demon. It, yeah, this demon's going to itself. I'm, a, I'm going to have a field day here. Well, no, they had to repent, and then um, mm. after that, you still had to take mm. care of business, didn't you? In other words, yeah. you got to break that curse, cast right? It out. And cast it out. Okay. See, there's there's agreement, right? Yeah. We have to come out of agreement. Paul says when I Paul says when I. Do what I don't want to do. It's no longer me doing it. So when when you come out of agreement, and repent means turn, uh, and we go to the true and living God, the Creator who made us, who loves us, and, and not some of His creation, which just makes Him jealous. <laughs> and He says, "Yo, you can't do that. I'm, you want to go to them? I'll let them have you." And uh, what I'm finding is is that idolatry. It brings the subject of today, really, because idolatry is the big one. Yes, we've got uh, unforgiveness. That's one of them. Idolatry is the one that's blocking everyone and hurting everyone and making everyone sick. Yep. Now, <laughs> it's not just as upfront as uh, getting a dragon. You know, that's pretty obvious. But there's a lot of ways you can be in idolatry that are subtle and uh, uh, the uh, the big one is is money uh, it, covetousness is idolatry it says somewhere I'm pretty pretty sure it says that somewhere covetousness is idolatry and if we have a look in walking with Joshua we will see that uh, the sin of Achan meant that they couldn't get to the next town after Jericho, which is called Ai, which is a heap of ruins, because of the sin of Achan, which was he coveted the gold and silver and the Babylonian garment, the garment from Shinar, which is from two rivers. Jesus said you can't love God and money, and the love of money is the, is the root of all kinds of evil, and idolatry, I believe, is born out of covetousness. You know, you, you can have a look. You, you go to the um, Chinese store or the or the Indian store, and they got a, or uh, they got a little idol there. 
And why have they got that there? So their business is going to prosper. They, they want good luck. You know, they've got the little waving cat there. So everybody is, um, uh, you know, all of them in um, India, they got their gods, the god of the harvest, the god of fertility, and all these gods to have prosperity. And, and God's saying, <laughs> I've, I'm giving you prosperity. Why are you going to the perverse creation, or not creation, but the perverse manufactured, perverse, unclean spirits for your prosperity when I'm giving it to you? And um, you want to get prosperity from them, yeah, be my guest and see how far you get because you're going to get death there. So um, we've got idolatry. Now, I'm, you know, there's logical extensions to the truth. You know, we, look, we can be open and frank, logical extensions to the truth. Je you know, Jesus said the truth sets you free, so extending the truth is going to bind you. Like in Revelation, it says if you add, you're cursed, and if you take it away, you're cursed. So um, I found some really interesting things here, Shannon, that um, there's a law that Moses gave Joshua that was written just before Joshua went into promised land. Mm. I never saw it before. And that law, that law was the law he gave them, what I'm giving you this day. It's extra from the law from uh, the Ten Commandments. And it, it is, I believe, it's the law of receiving your promises, even though we're not under law, because we'll, we'll find out later that uh, Jesus fulfilled that law. He fulfilled all the law, but he fulfilled this law, the law of receiving your promises in the promised land. Wow. Wow. So um, there's just so much. I'm just like here spinning because uh, I'm trying to find out what to say today, and and man, this is so much. But um, well, just this, kind of uh, um, to help people okay. along. If you're just joining us, last week we began this study on how to fight back using yes. the Word of God, and you had begin to do a teaching on the hornets, and uh, we yes. covered some of that last week but i think we only hit the tip of the iceberg in terms of what is available for us to fight the enemy and fight back against witchcraft and again if you're just joining us i want to welcome you here tonight we're live with peter whiffin uh peter yeah. also want to say hello to peter from tasmania hey, and peter uh, fisherman <laughs> one time i think we had pequod here we had uh, uh peter johnson peter whiffin peter from tasmania uh, let's see, we had Peter Hobson, and there was another Peter, I forgot, he's lost somewhere. We've got so many Peters out there, I can't even remember. Well, who's, we got the rock here, Ayers Rock. That's right, that's true. <laughs> well, you know, we are building, we're building, we've got rocks to build with. Um, <laughs> with that, see, I, see what? Yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> I just want to say to you, brother, <laughs> jump in there anywhere you want, anywhere is good, and uh, we'll, no, take, good. Look, we'll we, take many we weeks as we need. Look, we talked about the Hornets. Yes. And the Hornets is talking about us 
this kind, which is a species of evil spirit. Um, uh, you know, look, we can get into basics or we can go straight into the to the real guts of the matter. And um, uh, I think we've heard it, the basics over and over and over. And if we haven't got the basics, there's Derek Prince, there's plenty of teachers out there on the basics. Um, you know, if you want to fight, you want the meat um, of the word. The meat of the word is not teaching. The meat of the word is for those that have already used the milk. It's called the land of milk and honey. If we want to, Jesus name is the same name as joshua they're exactly the same name yeshua joshua jesus yahweh is salvation it's the name of god is salvation walking in the promises land the promised land's called the lowland so you have to be teachable and humble otherwise <laughs> you're not going to get these promises there's no way you're going to get these promises unless you can receive the truth People think they got the truth. I thought I had the truth, but but I'm learning things all the time. We don't have the full truth. Now, there's a reason why everybody is sick and that's why people don't get delivered. Uh, we learned last week that God said it takes a year for some to come out. I will not deliver you within a year. I will send the hornets. Don't do it by sword and don't do it by the bow. I'll send the hornets. That's another way that God has made to destroy things that are stronger than us. Now, do you think I felt going in to see this dragon? And when I saw that dragon, you know, I nearly ran out the door. The, the, uh, the head psychic could have got 500 bucks for cleaning that house and he wouldn't go there. <laughs> He would not go there. What's that tell you? So he knew he was out. What's that tell you? <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I don't want to knock him. He's a nice guy, and I'm going to go see him and yes. and just get him. Um, you know, he he does exercising of demons using the Catholic uh, manual. <laughs> no, and, and oh, no, goodness. and no, uh, no offense to him. And please forgive me no. if I sometimes I get yeah, a little yeah. bit no, abrasive no, there, but it's all right. But you know, <laughs> well, let me let me restate what I wanted to say. The point I was trying to drive home. You know what? That person who's involved as a professional psychic, they realize that, you know what, this was little more than they were prepared for on that given day. And you know what? They use some wisdom there because if you're not prepared, you could be treated like the seven sons of Sceva and, and beat to death and run out of there. And so you can be prepared, and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ and through arming yourself with information like you're going to hear on this show tonight and more because that's the whole goal, goal here folks is to train warriors out there to get out there and begin to fight this is the warfare school tonight and we've got your instructor for the evening peter whiffin peter bring us some meat tonight let me throw it back to you okay so so we've got in first uh, corinthians uh three chapter 20 the Lord knows that the reasons of the wise are meaningless. So no one should boast in human leaders, for everything is yours. Huh? Backpedal. Everything is yours. Whether Paul, Apollos, Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, everything is yours. And you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. The Messiah 
Yahweh is salvation. You belong to God who is salvation. Everything is yours. You can't earn anything. It's saying here you have everything. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. You're redeemed. We have to understand and come from the foundation in Christ, the foundation in all things are ours. Why? Jesus bankrupted the creation. Satan owes him for his bloodline. And um, we can have a look at the Battle of Jericho when uh, they walked in. Now, I, I'm just going to just blurt it out there without going to a lot of scripture, but I've got scripture here. But, you know, remember Rahab? She put the, the uh, red cord in the window. You know, there was no women at the Battle of Jericho. And, and there was a shout of victory, but the victory was the blowing of the shofar, which is God's word, not man's word. You've got God doing it, his fighting it, his word fighting it. We trust in his word. Now, I believe that it's no women were at the, at the Battle of Jericho to show it's God doing the fight, not the church, because in the scripture, you have to look at women as the church. But there was a woman involved, and 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 look, we can't take a, have to take this instruction and not be offensive, whether you're a woman or a man, and all that. Forget that. That's just the role that God gives us, so we know Him. So the thing is, is that there was a woman there, and that woman woman was given a, a an instruction to keep a red cord in the window. Now the window represents your eyes. The red cord represents the blood, right? But it's a blood line. A cord is a line. It's a blood line. It's a family line. And that is to be kept in your eyes while God fights the battle outside. She would have been looking through the window and seeing the trumpets being blown, hearing them and watching them march around with the blood line in her eyesight in the window. So we have to remember everything is ours because we're born again into the blood line. That makes sense? So in Deuteronomy 33, 2, it says, He came with ten thousands of his saints from his right hand, went a fiery law for them. <laughs> this is the fiery law to get your promises. A fiery law. In Ezekiel 20, verse 6, it says, On that day I swore to them that I would bring them out of the land of Egypt into a land that I had searched out for them a land flowing with milk and honey, the most glorious of all lands. Why is it called milk and honey? I've talked about it before. Milk, Romans 1 says, the natural shows you clearly what you can't see. The things of God that cannot be seen can be seen clearly by the things that are made, even now I'm body. Milk represents in a short sentence God himself as love, and honey represents understanding and insight, and honey from the rock means understanding and insight from Jesus, the mind of the Messiah. So it is the land of God's love and insight, knowing the good and rejecting the evil, that is the land, and it's called the low land. It's for the humble. In 1 Corinthians 3, 2, it says, I fed you with milk and not solid food, 
for you were not ready for it and even now you are not ready. The question today is, are we ready? Are we wanting to receive a love of the truth or are we not able to even receive the solid food? Now, the solid food is for those that use it. Like, I, I could go and tackle this uh, very heavy-duty demon. <laughs> My goodness, I had it in the back of the car and I could feel it's... Uh, I could feel it, the oppression from that thing. And um, I can deal with that only not because I'm anything else other than everyone the same, but by practice. Like I can go see, you know, a doctor who's, if, if the doctor's a heart surgeon, he's an ordinary man, but by practice he knows how to rip your heart out and put a new one in. So we have to know our business here, eyes to see. In 2 Thessalonians 2.10, they perished because they did not accept the love of the truth. Now, this is where it starts. It is not given to everyone to know. Deuteronomy 29.4, yet the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, has not given you a heart to perceive and eyes to see and ears to hear unto this day. I have led you. Forty years in the wilderness, your clothes are not waxen old upon you and your shoe is not waxen old upon your foot. You looked after, but they still weren't given to know. It says in verse 29, uh, Deuteronomy 29, verse 6, And ye have not eaten bread, neither have you drunk wine or strong drink, that you might know that I am the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, your God, Elohim. This is communion. Communion Every day is for those that have a love of the truth or want to receive a love of the truth. My suggestion, take communion every single day and ask God to appoint you to know and to give you a love of the truth. It starts there. Matthew thirteen eleven. He answered them, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know but it has not been given to them. I myself don't want to be in the camp where it has not been given to them. In Matthew thirteen nineteen, Jesus saying, everyone who hears the word of the kingdom and, it, and does not understand, the evil one comes to him and snatches the word that was sown in his heart. Now that's not just at salvation, that's in your walk as a Christian. Everything you don't understand, the devil is stealing from you. We have to determine to want to understand. In um, two places, Chronicles, Second Chronicles and First Kings chapter 10, verse 5, it's got the story of Queen Sheba at King Solomon's table. This is the type and shadow of communion. It says, and the fruit meat of his Solomon's, which means peace's table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendant of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent, which went to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Her name is Queen Sheba, which means oath, sevenfold oath. World of made in seven days. They went seven times around Jericho. There's seven candlesticks in us there's a reason of seven and it was god dealing with the seven abominations or seven strong mans 
By the way, Jericho means moon, and Jericho, a moon is no light of its own and, and is reflecting the light uh, and twisting it in its reflection. It has light on one side and it has a dark side. That's why it's used for certain religious cults. So this is God in Jericho destroying that. It's very interesting that God said, the spoil of Jericho you cannot take. We are to take nothing of this world. He who loves the world is becomes an enemy of God. This is why this, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of Gospels agreed out there. Logical attention or extension of the truth. There's a scripture in, in Proverbs that says, those that give to the rich or oppress the poor both become poor. So there is a, a lie, an idolatry going on and a lie to the to the to God's spirit when someone invests money and calls it giving. You cannot put money in for a hundredfold and call it giving. You have to say it's an investment. Anyway, uh, money. If you look at the money in your life, you look at your heart on money you will find idolatry and that can be the blockings uh, that can be the blockings of deliverance ministering deliverance and also receiving deliverance everywhere i'm looking i'm seeing god is hating idolatry 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 so um uh, anyway, let's go to the positive. What are we receiving as inheritance? Now, there is, you know, people say, by his stripes I'm healed. Yes, that's a promise. Are you healed? No, I would need prayer. Yet that is the seeking of inheriting the promises. You can't, you can't just buy a Bible from the newsagent and um, say you have all the promises because you bought a book. It doesn't work that way. Joshua was given the land and he was giving a, given a law to receive the promises of that land. So um, basically that law is everything in that law that was given to Joshua was there to save you from the demons, basically. <laughs> and uh, so we have to... We have to listen to that. You know, this law was to be read out every seven years, the year of release. So people knew they were getting their release. The, the, um, the feasts were done and the year of release was done when they were all released from all their debts and all their slavery. And that law, not the Ten Commandments, this law that Moses wrote and gave to blessing to Joshua was to be read, read out and a song sung that would remind them that they're being set free and that they have to have the fear that these these um, that their enemies they'd be put into the hands of their enemies if they started worshiping them basically. So you know 
this is a typical case where I go to the dragon, I find people who are Christians going to church buying a dragon. You know, we're finding them all the time. Oh, I just went down and got my uh, tarot cards done. Oh, um, oh, you know, I love Buddha too. Oh, I got a statue of Mary too. No, Ma Mary's name, <laughs> Mary's name means their rebellion. So, so you know, you talk to your Catholic friends, ask them they know the meaning of Mary's name. They don't know, yet they're, yet they're invoking it. Hail, you know, I don't even want to say it. So they're saying hail rebellion. That, I heard one comment from one, one um, Christian Catholic lady, full of cancer, by the way, um, that I heard a comment that uh, Jesus should uh, really be a good boy and listen to his mother. <laughs> oh, man. So we've really got to have a look at what what's going on uh, as far as idolatry in our life. You know, we don't just have a little Buddha statue. I know there's things we do. Look, wherever you're getting your comfort, that's your God. How can I tell that? Because the Holy Spirit is given as our comforter. So if you go elsewhere for comfort, that's your God. I remember, you know, when I was going through hard times in my uh, in my uh, uh, life and I didn't know, I used to uh, have issues raised and then I'd go down to uh, KFC and get myself a bucket and feel comforted. But that was not turning to the living God. That was not turning to the right place. That was turning to another God, my belly. So... Um, Anyway, we have to be very, very careful. We know it's an old uh, subject about idols, and we know that people get free from deliverance by renouncing and getting rid of idols. So anyway, the promised land involves an inheritance of Israel, the whole 12 tribes. We see 12 lives, loaves on the showbread table, 12 baskets remaining at the feeding of the 5,000. We noted that Jesus harvested all the promises of Israel by fulfilling the law. It's this law, the law of blessing uh, in the land of milk and honey that he uh, uh, fulfilled as well. And what he's done now is, is broken his body like breaking bread. That's what happens at communion. We're actually eating the promises of, that Jesus inherited and shares to us by breaking his body. If we go up to Leviticus, we can see, and thou shalt take fine flour and bake 12 cakes thereof, and two deals shall be in one cake, and thou shalt set them in two rows, six upon a row, on the pure table before the Lord. And thou shalt put frankincense upon each row that it may be on the bread. Why? For a memorial, even an offering made by fire. So here we have God teaching the people in the temple that there's a, there's frankincense on bread and that is an offering of by fire unto the Lord as a memorial. That is pointing directly to the promises of the 12 tribes of Israel and to Jesus who had frankincense put on him before he was crucified. And Jesus said, I wish the fire was kindled. And aren't all my servants made 
flames of fire. And it now becomes the law of fire that we looked at going out in the promised land. So this is why you'll hear deliverance people yelling out, fire on you, we burn you, fire on you. The fire that Jesus wanted kindled, we put that on you. And you hear spirits burn and scream on the way out. Now, walking in the promised land is, to me, inheriting the kingdom. So we must look very closely at the book of Joshua to be able to um, see how to inherit the promises. Yes, we have the promises, but we have to collect them. The promises are the promised land. There were giants in the land. Some people are preaching, you know, you get saved and you've got no problems. No, no. It, it, it's just the beginning of the war. Life is a war. Deuteronomy 32.9 says, For the Lord Yahweh's portion is his people. We are Jesus' people. God is with us. Says Jacob, the supplanter is the lot of his inheritance. In Psalm 16 verse 5, it says, The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. We inherit the promises, the bread we eat at communion is inheriting the promises of Israel. Now there's judgment in the tribes of Israel. It says here in Isaiah 7.14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Who is that? That's Jesus. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. There you have milk and honey. Butter is milk churned. Honey is understanding correctly, that he may know and refuse the evil and choose the good. Now I'll tell you, if you want to get honey from uh, the occult, you end up like Samson. Remember the story? Samson ate honey from the dead lion. He fed it to his parents. That is, a dead lion is unclean. That's, that's the darkness. Honey is insight from the satanic kingdom. There's a lot of people coming in being saved and they've had, um, um, they've had uh, histories in witchcraft and they have been eating honey from the dead lion. Now, you start using that knowledge that we need to renew because you start using that witchcraft knowledge in Christianity and you'll end up like Samson with your eyes taken out because honey has to do with the healing of the eyes, insight, what you see. It says Jonathan dipped his hand in the honey and when he ate, his eyes were enlightened. So Samson ended up with his power being used as a millstone, milling around, milling around, milling around, doing nothing. So this is where the prayers have to be correct. The fighting has to be correct. The binding and loosening has to be correct. Otherwise, we're learning to walk and we'll be blind and running around as a millstone like Samson. So... 
let us uh, let us uh, reserve to pray and have communion and ask God for the for the insight to eat the honey from His rock for His insight for His love and for the promises to Israel to be given us. Let us have eyes to see and ears to hear. So Jesus said to them, verily, verily, like, really, really, I'm saying to you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. John 6.53. All blessings from God come at the table. At the table we receive an inheritance that is incorruptible from heaven on a daily basis. In Deuteronomy 32.12, it says, The Lord, Yahweh, the existing one, alone did lead them, and there was no strange God with him. There's a lot of people walking with strange gods with them. He made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields, and he made him suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. That's understanding and power. Understanding and power. You need both. Without understanding, the devil is stealing the promise, and it is through the promises we have the power. It says, um, same passage, uh, Deuteronomy 32:14. Butter of kine and milk of sheep, with the fat of lambs and rams, of the breed of Bashan, which means fruitful. And goats with the fat of kidneys and wheat, thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. It's all pointing to the promises are at the communion table. Now, if we go to Luke 22, 29, 30, I point unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, to sit on thrones judging. That's separating, putting asunder, and to pick out, select, and choose the 12 tribes of Israel. That's not judging Israel. That's judging what to eat from the blessings. If I go to a smorgasbord and I'm going along, I'm judging. I'll have some of this, I'll have some of that, I'll have this drink, I'll have that dessert. That's judging what you're going to take. And uh, we haven't got time to get into it, but if you get into the promises of Israel, you will see that there is different things. There's one of the tribes means causing to forget. Ooh. Jesus said you can't plough the field looking backwards. You have to eat the bread of causing to forget and get over it. So um, anyway, the law, um, the law was given to uh, Joshua to use in the promised land. We must take a clue from that, and we're not under the law, but we are receiving the blessings of Jesus Christ that he received by the law. And God is quite plain. He's jealous. You want to go worship demons and, and uh, wrong spirits? You can't sit at the table of the Lord and the table of demons at the same time. To enable... Um, now, 2 Peter 1.4 says, Who has granted you by great and precious declarations to be sharers of the divine nature. Sharers of the divine nature. When you flee from the corruption of the desires that are in the world. There is the key. Flee 
from the corruption of the desires which are in the world. And if you can't flee, you have, because you're bound in addictions or whatever, you have to go to the table and say, God, I'm not in agreement with this. Take it out of me. Fix me. And this is the reason we need deliverance, all of us. And those that say that a Christian can't have a demon have to say a Christian can never get sick. And that shows how ridiculous they are because Christians are getting sick all the time. And Jesus said it's a spirit of infirmity. Now, when we uh, go across into the Jordan to uh, to get our um, inheritance, we have to realize that some tribes got their inheritance before crossing the Jordan. By the way, the Jordan is a type and shadow of Satan. It's called the winding descender. When we cross the Jordan, um, it says, uh, Reuben, behold, a son parted the descender. And he parted it between a city called Adam and another city called their distress. So God parts the descender just like in the Red Sea. Um, and this is how we overcome by the blood. The, 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 the Red Sea parts and lets us cross. And then it comes in and swallows our enemies. Just like in normal blood, you have a blood, um, you have the white corpuscle swallows, it chases and swallows anything uh, that's wrong in our blood, the darkness in our blood. If you see it on uh, YouTube, you can see it in action. It's very ferocious. It chases and swallows the um, uh, things attacking us. That's called our immune system. And this is how we get white garments from red blood because we have white blood cells, white blood corpuscles making us clean. It's a type and shadow, again, up to Romans 1 to see that our body shows the unseen. So um, we have to realize that the Reubenites behold a son, the Gadites an invader, and Manasseh causing to forget are the three tribes that had their inheritance before crossing the Jordan. Now, you need these three tribes. We need to behold the sun. We need to get into the battle, be an invader, and we need to cause to forget, look forward and not back, to even be able to survive in the promised land and get your promises. So um, these names of these tribes give you an example of what type of bread they are. What's going on with the tribe? The, the, the meaning of the names of the tribes give you a clue to the blessing that we can uh, have that was harvested by Jesus. Um, now, it's interesting that these three tribes were ordered to assist the others to obtain their inheritance. Yes, they weren't just to sit there. They were to help. There is a situation going on in the church that I've seen and it is a real worry about people crossing the Jordan and um, being completely, mm, completely in error and completely in danger and I believe completely lost 
And these are the, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it out there, and uh, it's the ones that are getting drunk in the spirit. This drunkenness, um, this drunkenness, I believe, is worshipping demons. I, I haven't seen any minister ministering this type of drunkenness that has discerning of spirit that will say, wait a minute, that's a wrong spirit. They're teaching and administering another spirit because we can easily test it. The fruit of the spirit is self-control. If I see a person on all fours barking like a dog, I'm going to cast a demon out. I'm not going to say that's the Holy Spirit. And that is idolatry. Uh, it's a, idolatry by deception. Yes. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's his joy, not our joy. And when people are getting their flesh tickled and rolling around laughing and calling it the Holy Spirit, it's blasphemy in my book. And, you know, some of those people I don't think ever going to get delivered because they're into idolatry. And this is what God is warning. Where do I see it? I can see it in the Old Testament here in Deuteronomy 29.19. It, it come to pass when he heareth the words of this curse that he bless himself in his heart saying, I shall have peace. Though I walk in the imagination of my heart and add drunkenness to thirst. You can't. You can't have peace doing it that way. We, we have God Almighty who made us to operate in complete control of ourself. Yes, thirst you can put it the other way, thirst to drunkenness, drinking to drunkenness, being drunk in the spirit through the imagination of your heart. In another place it says the kingdom comes without observation. The fruit of the spirit is self-control. Paul says in another place, have you received another? A spirit so a christian can have a demon because he can receive another spirit now in the bread in the bread um of uh israel where we get up to um judging the 12 tribes of israel in uh, verse deuteronomy 29 21 it says the lord yahweh the existing one shall separate to him evil out of all the tribes of israel God prevails according to all the curses of the covenant that are written in the book of the law. That is this law that, that um, that's going on here. And the Lord Yahweh, the existing one, he is that goeth before he and will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Fear not and neither be dismayed. Now, in uh, Deuteronomy 31 verse 9, Moses says, Moses wrote the law and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bear the Ark of the Covenant, Lord Yahweh, the existing one, and to, unto all the elders of Israel. And Moses commanded them, saying, 
at the end of every seven years in the solemnity of the year of the re release of the Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel has come to appear before the Lord, Yahweh thy God, in the place ye shall choose, ye shall read this law before all Israel in their hearing. And that is not the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are locked in the box. This law was um, to be put on the side of the ark. So um, basically it's the law of don't do idolatry, <laughs> pointing to the dragon. And in Deuteronomy 29.17 it says, Put thine heart turn away so thou will not hear but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I will denounce you this day, and you shall surely perish, that you shall not prolong your days upon the land, whether you passed over the Jordan, the, the descender, to go and possess it. That's in the promised land, which is a type and shadow of the saved Christian. So um, if we have a look at uh, uh, the promised land, we've got um, another place that says... Uh, don't think your righteousness you're inheriting this land. It's for their unrighteousness. I'm casting them out. And basically, all the inhabitants in the promised land are a type and shadow of the mixed seed. They're the giants. They're the, they're the rejected creation that was made after God rested. So how do we deal with this? We... Uh, we we saw that um, you can't fight them with the sword, you can't fight them with the bow, you can fight them with the hornets. God said, I'll send the hornets and I will send them out before you. That's what we uh, looked at last week. Uh, this kind comes out by prayer and fasting. Uh, we learned that, that you have to fast and, by the way, um, on my uh, website now, I've got a download, download of the Didachi, which is the teachings of the 12 apostles. It's, uh, it's not canon, but it's, uh, it's recognized as uh, early writings. And from there, we can get a bit of clue on the habitual life of the saints. And they actually fasted two days a week, uh, according to that document. Um, so fasting is uh, fasting is nothing to eat. It is um, water only, and uh, one day is night to uh, the sundown to the next sundown. So they had the habit of doing that two days a week, and they had a habit of fasting before being baptized. And um, if uh, if people haven't been baptized, uh, it's absolutely essential to be baptized. Jesus did it. He said, I am the way, follow me. And somebody tried to say, oh, I'm baptized in Jesus. Well, there's a, a passage in the, in the scripture that says they had the Holy Spirit baptism and then were ordered to be water baptized. You need the water, the blood, and the spirit to bear witness. This is why you can't be baptized as a baby. Your spirit doesn't witness it. It needs agreement, a three-folded cord. When Jesus' body was uh, stabbed, out came water and blood. His physical blood went in the water supply of the world. It's been mixed up by the oceans and gone up and down in rain. There's a little bit of Jesus' blood in all the water. 
So the water and the and the blood bear witness. So we must um, must be water baptized if you want to have salvation, which is rescue, being restored, being delivered from the corruption that is in the world. So what we can see is is that uh, in the book of Joshua, he had a walk. He was walking for seven years. By uh, chapter eighteen, over half the tribes of Israel had not received their um, inheritance. So. This uh, shows you that all men are not created equal. Actually, that is, uh, and for the USA people, no, no offense on the Constitution, but um, the statement that all men are created equal and that is self-evident is, is absolutely not right. All men are not created equal and it's not self-evident. God says one is given one talent, one is given five, one is given ten. Uh, we've got men who are the stronger one from the women. Men are uh, stronger by the way they're being created. You've got um, the Olympics. You've got sports. It'll tell you that there's a winner and a loser. There's this, if all men are created equal, we'd all have the same fingerprint. So I would like to rewrite that to say all men, all people are created special and loved and unique so the ones who already had their promise the three tribes had to help the brothers that didn't um that didn't have their promises yet and by verse 18 seven tribes still have not got their inheritance in the promised land so we have a situation where Joshua is telling them to get up to the mountains and get their inheritance. This is the high places. This is the um, this this is by using the milk. If we go to uh, Judges chapter four, we'll find that the lady Jael, who fed um, uh, Cicera the milk, her name means mountain goat. That's a sheep that, that climbs the mountains. So um, this is, uh, don't be slack, uh, Joshua was saying to them, you know, uh, resting on the laurels here, not joining in the fight. And um, don't be slack like that. Get up the mountain, Joshua was saying. So um, uh, we will win in the promised land by staying away from all forms of idolatry. How do you tell what the idolatry is? It's where you're getting your comfort from that's not God himself. It can be shopping, food, alcohol, cigarettes, um, a lust, um, and many categories and all sorts of combinations from the world. Possessions. My God is my house. My God is my car. My God is my career. My God is my what? And it's a good uh, exercise to write down what is what is important to me. What is my God? My God is my children. Jesus said to be worthy of him, we're to walk away from everything. Wives, family, houses, children. Because while we have it as a God, Satan can use it to steer us 
And uh, his job is to steer us down the road of death. There's two ways, a way of life and a way of death. So in order to, in order to be able to um, slay the dragon, we can't be eating with the dragon. Um, so we get back to uh, the way to walk in the land. The way to walk in the land is to have communion. At communion, let all our requests be known. Make sure we've got no idolatry and no unforgiveness so that we're worthy to sit at the table because if we're going to sit there in an unclean manner, we'll get sick and we'll die. Then we call in the kingdom of heaven with the, exactly the Lord's Prayer. And, and for those who want to get started, I suggest have communion. First of all, get baptized. Second, have communion every day. Call in the Lord's Prayer then your own personalized requests and fast on a regular basis. In this way, in this way, we will um, inherit the promise, not just read about the promise. So there is a difference. There is the promise and there is inheriting the promise. So um, that's the good news. The good news is that by living and walking in the promised land, we will receive. You know, there's a uh, scripture that says, don't give up while doing good in due season. There is a season. And for those that are um, continually fighting their problems, that's my encouragement because um, uh, there is a season and uh, there is a line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, which means we have to not give up. We have to continually walk on a daily or weekly basis. Um Let me have a look here. This is a good word tonight. If you're just joining us, we're live with Minister Peter Whiffen. He's coming to you from Gold Coast, Australia. I want to say hello to you if you're here for the first time. And all of our regular folk, welcome back. This is, this is great teaching, Peter. Before you continue, we're doing good for time. We've got another 40 minutes on the clock. I want you to give out your contact information. You mentioned a website earlier. What is that? Uh, how do people find you in your ministry? Um, it's called hiskingdomstable.com, hiskingdomstable.com. And um, <clears throat> I've got there now some, uh, I've got the uh, deliverances at the table download. Uh, everything's free. Deliverance at the table download and the Dadachi download. If people want to do baptism or communion, they can Reading the Dadachi is like a little practical part about how to do that sort of thing. And uh, I, I found that's handy. And um, 
I'm doing the Bible Project, which is the um, namesamplificationbible.com, and that's where I've uh, put the meanings of the names into the Scripture as you read, and the names give us uh, more colour and more insight so that we can uh, know our business. You know, I, <laughs> I can't read another Bible, Shannon, uh, without... Uh, my heart going, what's that, what's that name mean? What's that name mean? And um, I just feel that I'd be lost without this uh, Bible now. Because these so, names um, have meanings. And you know what? We don't get the full understanding of the text if we don't have some knowledge of what that word meant. Hmm. Um, so this is an excellent tool to do that. The first of its type that I know of. And God put this on your heart several years ago to get started with. And you released the first version after, I think, working for almost six weeks straight. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I did. And then, then I spent four years sorting it out. <laughs> you know what? What, oh, a, man. what an awesome document. And uh, Peter you know, wants to print it in hard copy, right? Yeah. So, so um uh, people have supported, and it's fantastic, you know. And uh, I just shout out thank you to everyone who's supported. There's a GoFundMe on my Facebook or GoFundMe for it. But um, uh, I've been able to order the first uh, mock-up uh, sample from the printers, and um, uh, that comes off the price of printing. But like it was like five hundred bucks, so. Um, uh, they're going to send me a blank one with the cover done and everything stitched and how it's all going to be so we can know before we hit the button on the first printing. So uh, I'm hoping to have it out for Christmas, like before Christmas, and um, it's it's going to be, um, you know, normal Bible prices and things like that. That's fantastic. And, um, and I want to encourage people to get involved in this project. We're going to take like a three-minute break come right back and peter you got another 35 40 minutes so i want you to um hit some more points tonight and folks we can't do these shows one show and get everything in we're going to have peter on for like the next year just to <laughs> I, I got some things after the break that i found that are just little special things i found um that will uh open a few eyes fantastic folks get a recharge in your coffee or tea and we'll be back here in a few minutes with more from Peter Whiffen. All right, we're back with Peter Whiffen from Gold Coast, Australia, right here on Omega Man Radio. Friday, October 7th, and American October 7th in, in Australia. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 10, 10.26 a.m. here. Yes. <laughs> I'm lost sometimes. Uh, let me give it back to you, my brother. Pick back up anywhere you want to go. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. That's uh, that's great. You know, it's just a privilege and a blessing to have a Bible. <laughs> you know, how else are we going to know? And, um, yes, the Bible says nature, and you can see from nature. Men are held from uh, having no excuse because of nature. But uh, I wanted to uh, bring up uh, a couple of things that's very interesting. Um, you know how the, uh, uh, the soldiers in war uh, – rape the, the, the women and uh, they take the women as prizes. Um, the the, the uh, people over in the Middle East, the Muslims and that, are, are raping the women after they conquer a city. Um, I, I found that in uh, Scripture. 
And uh, it could be a reason why different uh, ladies have, have got a, a spirit husband or uh, incubus or succubus or being attacked at night and being um, uh, having a spirit attack, attached to them. I think that um, this scripture points to um, uh, demons who are successful uh, in killing and uh, winning uh, their assignment that Satan's given to them actually get uh, get given uh, ladies as prizes. A scary thought. Brother, they literally uh, take spoils of war and booty. Let me give it back to you. Yeah, yeah, and booty. So here we have it in Judges 5, chapter 30. Uh, it says, have, uh, this is the, um, uh, the uh, song of uh, Deborah. Have they not sped? Have they not divided the prey to every man a damsel or two, to Sierra battle array, a prey of diverse colours, a prey of diverse colours of needlework and diverse colours of needlework on both sides, meet for the necks of them that take the spoil. So there you have, see Sierra is the, is the son of a witch, and I believe, and uh, he is the uh, the leader, the general, the battle array, and um, him and his uh, him and his uh, cohorts get one or two women as spoil. How's that? So, if you're um, uh, unfortunate, you can be actually given away to Satan as a prize, and. Um, you can be uh, sold uh, as, a, as, as a commodity. And uh, this is the selling over into iniquity, the selling into sin, the selling to Satan. <clears throat> and this brings about the necessary of being redeemed, which is purchased, re, uh, purchased back by Jesus' blood. So um, that's an interesting one. Uh, uh, Ciciera's uh, mother uh, in Judges 5.28 says, The mother of Ciciera, Battle Array, looked out the window and cried through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming, and why tarry the wheels of his chariots? Her wise ladies answered her, and yea, she returned answer to herself. This, I believe, is a, is a witch with wise ladies like familiar spirits looking out through another dimension like through a window, crying through the lattice. She couldn't go herself, but she sent spiritual messengers out to, uh, or daughters or ladies out to look for him. So, um, I, uh, uh, when we pray, practically, um, someone who, who uh, feels they've got a spirit uh, husband, um, we, we, we can pray to, to purchase the, um, the person back. Like, uh, practical pray is, you know, we now claim the blood and body of Jesus Christ and purchase. We spend that blood and body, what its, uh, what its uh, payback is to purchase back this person from the spoils of war. Now, you spirit, you, we buy the person back from you now in the name of Jesus. And I found that works. <laughs> uh, that's just practical. Um, you can, uh, at communion, Asked for the credit by grace uh, in the blood and body of Jesus to be 
to purchase um, yourself back, to be purchased back from being a spoil of the war of Satan. Because I believe that, uh, you know, uh, these uh, spoils are children, children's children, etc. And um, uh, there's a claim there. And uh, somehow I think those type of spirits uh, really hang on because they earned you. They earned you. <laughs> they earned you. So um, that's an interesting one. Now, I found another one that we can cover in uh, Deliverance, which I've never heard it covered before, and uh, it's to do with animals. And uh, I found this scripture here that says, you'll live long if you're kind to animals. <laughs> and uh, that animals actually pray and God hears them. Uh, let wow. me find that one. How about that one? I tell you, those involved uh, in animal cruelty better listen. Yes. Um, uh, let me just find it here. Um, <laughs> I'll find it here. Uh, I believe that we've been called to be uh, stewards of the animals, not to mistreat them. They're God's creation, too. They're God's creation. God loves them. Didn't Jesus say that uh, he loves the, the, the sparrows and not one drops to the ground, lest God knows? Yes. Now, if your ancestors, your parents have cursed the family by being, um, uh, and, you know, we're redeemed by the curse from baptism, but uh, we have to conquer the ground, the promise is one thing, um, is that um, uh, you, could, you could be having uh, sickness because of animal cruelty. Mm. So uh, uh, and this is why we have to be very careful about eating food sacrificed to idols. We know that the food, uh, some of the food that's uh, sacrificed to the uh, Islam is actually killed very inhumanely. And um, that's something we've, we've really got to watch out for. Um, let me just find this here. So we have um, uh, a steak, you know, the scripture that says, don't uh, boil the kid in the mother's milk. And um, that, I believe, is God not wanting uh, love milk which is love to be seen as cruel mm. i will find this scripture on the uh on the animal because um i put it here somewhere uh i'll put it here somewhere it's here so um uh in uh genesis chapter 9 god is talking to uh noah and he's saying, if any animal kills man, there'll be a judgment. Man will kill that animal. And I think that's vice versa. Um, you know, God is always, what's good for the goose is uh, good for the uh, gander. And um, uh, let me just get this here. So... Um, that means that animals have to give an account. Um, uh, 
Let me have a look here. I, I know that uh, the I know that animals were we were given dominion over the animals, and after the fall, the fear of man was in them, because they could now become a prey. What you're not yeah. what you're talking about is not um, you're not against um, eating animals. You just you're talking about animal cruelty. People kick the dog. They don't feed their animals. They they fight uh, two pit bulls against each other. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, and you, um, you can uh, eat the animals. They're given to us to eat, and, and I found this passage now. It's in Deuteronomy 22.6. Uh, it says, If a bird's nest chance be before thee in the, in the way, in any tree or on the ground, whether they be young ones or eggs, and the dam sitting, which is the mother, sitting upon the young or upon the eggs, thou shalt not take the dam with the young. It, it says here going on that, um, you can take uh, the young, uh, but thou shalt in any wise let the mother go and take the young, uh, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayst prolong thy days. <laughs> so wow. there, there's a, a promise of long life, and I read that as, you know, you, you can't just wipe out a family line, basically what he's saying. You let the mother go. She have more babies, but you can eat the little ones or the eggs. But you don't take the whole lot and just wipe that family line of that bird off the map. Right. If we did that, it would be extinction of the species, and yet people do that. Mm. You know, whales, for example, they just mm. you know, go through and you know slaughter the seals. God's not in support of that. And you know what? That's interesting because uh, that's in the Word of God. And I believe to violate that brings a curse. It does, and it's a good one in deliverance just to cover that one. Like, you know, well, God, um, forgive me if I've ever been cruel to animals. Yes. And, um, uh, uh, you know, nail that ordinance to the cross and release me and deliver me from whatever may be pursuing me because of that. And, and I've got a feeling that this is used in witchcraft to manufacture an iniquity. You know, um, I was thinking about witchcraft, why they have blood sacrifices and all of this sort of stuff. And um, I'm thinking that when they do that, um, they they actually manufacture an iniquity that calls out to be paid. Um, it says the blood of Abel is calling out, the blood of Jesus calls out, and the blood of every creature calls out, I believe. And um, so when they sacrifice the in innocent, it produces a, a ticket or an equity, uh, just like a parking ticket. There's been a violation. And um, they pass that by scapegoating technology over to their victim. This is black magic. The judgment for the bloodshed is passed to the victim. And the victim is tricked into accepting that by, by um, agreement. Uh, having an idol, going getting fortune told, uh, submitting, bowing down, worshipping. When you bow down, you're saying, uh, I receive from you. Uh, when you bow, you, uh, you come under. You, you, you put your, your authority under another. So uh, witchcraft uh, is, uh, you know, we, we've got to uh, uh, look at witchcraft as uh, our real enemy, and I think it's uh, it's not looked at hard enough. 
apparently, the the since Harry Potter, the rise of witchcraft has been um, huge. You know, I, I wouldn't like to be the lady that wrote that. But anyway, um, so uh, here we have here that uh, righteousness is doing the right thing. And this thing with the animals is, is being kind, doing the right thing with animals. And um, <laughs> I, I saw a, a video of a guy who uh, who had uh, beaten a little puppy on, uh, on the video on the internet and someone found him and they, they beat him right back up <laughs> and, and man, he, he looked worse off than the puppy. But uh, God is justice. He's perfect justice. And uh, you can't, we can't abuse any of the creation and, and think we're going to um, uh, have no repercussion. Uh, it goes on here, it's very interesting. Uh, when you build a new house, this is uh, Deuteronomy 22, verse 8. When you build a new house, then you shall make a battlement for thy roof, that thou bring not blood upon thine house if any man fall off. So, you know, you've got to think of safety. Because, uh, because of neglect, other people's uh, to be killed. And uh, these are all things here that can be uh, confessed in deliverance, um, uh, if the, uh, or, or more than just confessed, fought against. Like there's confession, yes, we're forgiven from everything, we're born again in the in the family of Jesus. But then there's fighting against things that are following us from the past, which are the giants in the land. Have we got anything following us because we caused an accident and someone died? Because uh, we can go back up into uh, the scriptures there and we'll see a thing called the Avenger of Blood. Remember that, Shannon? Yes. Refresher. That, I believe, is, I believe is the spirit. And uh, there was uh, safe cities and a, and a assigned man to avenge the blood of anyone who killed anyone not knowing by accident um, brings me to, you know, you shed the blood of anyone, uh, you're going to get the avenger of blood spirit pursuing you. <laughs> and unless that person went to the city of refuge and held on to the altar, that spirit never gave up until it found that person and killed them. And they had to hang on the altar until the priest died from where they lived. So it, it wasn't a light thing. You had to run if, if anybody died. Hmm. So I think that this avenger of blood is sent out by the witches. Frightening, eh? You might not have shed blood, but they have, and they've tagged that to you. Tag team wrestling. You've, you've been tagged. <coughs> it's called scapegoat. Um, the sins of Israel were confessed and um, all year and then at the end of every year that the Levitical priests had to sacrifice two goats. They tossed a coin or did a, a lot on uh, which goat died and which goat lived. One died and the other one received an impartation of the sins of Israel by the laying on of hands and was sent into the wilderness. An innocent goat receiving the sins of Israel. 
the question is, are you that innocent goat or are you that goat? <laughs> this is Ezekiel chapter 13. Those that should live die and those that should die live. So um, we, we have to be careful. So the blood of Jesus overcomes Satan by, by its um, example. Like we see the Red Sea where it parted and it's the Red Sea type and shadow of blood. And then when Pharaoh kept pursuing and this is the demons, that they're, they're never going to give up on you until you kill them. <laughs> Till you get them toasted with the blood, so uh, the Red Sea come in and and killed Pharaoh. So that was the end of the um, the threat. So uh, same with witchcraft. This uh, you have to hang on to the altars, and the priest had to die. Um, that that is the godly priest of Israel. But you you need uh, something fixed there. Uh, there needs to be. Uh, uh, a repair to get rid of the spirit of the avenger of blood. Now, I, I believe there's many people having that. Abortion will cause it. Uh, did I tell you I, I looked up the uh, statistics of people who have abortions? What did you find? And it was, I found their most likely to die percentage is like 1,400% higher than normal. Wow. In the next few years. Hmm. Many, many people don't realize they have an abortion. They're signing their own death warrant. Because God requires you know, blood, doesn't he? At the hand of everyone yeah, who that, sheds it. Is that right? That's correct. And by man, they will be killed. You know, God say vengeance is mine. Don't worry about that. God uses man to do his vengeance. <laughs> wow. You can't do it yourself, but God will use man. For instance, he'll get a drunk driver and you'll get an accident and you will die. Everyone says, oh, terrible accident. But, you know, if you look back, that person may have had blood guilt on them. Mm. So this is the fear of the Lord. You know, you, you just don't do these things. You, um, you, you know, I had to tell these people straight with a dragon, I can't do anything until you want to, with your own heart, renounce this dragon. You want to keep it, I'm going. <laughs> you, you can't fight against God. These are God's ways and God's judgments. Then, And you have a look through that in Deuteronomy and you'll see all sorts of diseases and sicknesses there. Uh, you know, we got the curse of Moraz of those that don't come and help. That's right. Just, just not even fighting. God's saying... God's saying, I died, <laughs> not just me, a line. Remember the line in the window? It's a bloodline. You know, I was often thought, you know, why didn't God just go to another planet and start another lot of people? And he could have. But that whole other lot of people he could have started died on the cross with Jesus. And God knows what that would have been. We don't. We can be born again because his children died with him. Hmm? And he's saying, I want to harvest. You know, this week I went out. Um, I had um, the, 
I had the privilege of, of, of buying a couple of Bibles for some young ones and praying in the car park with them. You know, a harvest for Jesus. And why? Because we, we just bother to talk to someone, get them saved, get them delivered. You know, these these ladies with the dragon, they were finished. That that thing would have crashed their car or done something or they the lady said she felt like killing herself. <laughs> this is uh, serious. And um, we we can't just be um, we can't just be um, ignoring. Can't just be ignoring. Anyway, um, we pray that everybody's eyes open and and uh, we all our eyes open and all of us receive a love of the truth. And all of us walk worthy because um, this life goes fast. You know, the last time we talked, it seems like five seconds, and we're back here talking again, eh? It sure it does. Fast. And um, I'm hoping to have Peter on every week. Peter, how is this time looking for next week? Yeah, it's fine. I, I do set. I can do this time. It's fine. And, Let's do um, it. You can have it as long as you want it. And I'll work with you. If you, you have something going on, we'll, um, we'll skip a week and come back. But um, I believe that the teaching that Peter has is that important, folks, that I'm willing to open up these slots as long as he would like to come on and share and is able to. I know schedules change, but we'll do it week to week. But he's back on next week, same time. And uh, with that, I want to give it back to you. We've got another 10 minutes. Use it. Okay. Okay. So, um so uh, what we want to do is, um, like, what I want to do is I'm just picking things out because to share so that people can win. And uh, we have to realize, you know, uh, we can discuss this. This is a really quick one. The, the seed of Satan. <laughs> I saw the post there. The seed of Satan, right? It says plainly in the scripture that Cain... Uh, Adam knew his wife Eve, and they gave birth to Cain. Cain, Cain is the seed of Adam. Yes. Yeah. Cain is quite. It's quite black and white in the scripture, you know. And th this is where we get vain imaginations and logical extensions to the truth that are not right. Remember, God said to Eve, um, "You'll have a bit of problems in childbirth." What? What sort of problem would it be giving birth to a giant, do you think? A lot of problems. <laughs> if we go up to the Book of Enoch, we see that their belly split open. The mothers died uh, with, with like alien inside them. Oh, my goodness. It's not stopping growing. And I'm bursting in agony. That's what I call sorrow in childbirth. God knew that would happen. And he said to the woman, when he's talking about this very issue of the seed, you'll have trouble giving birth to them. So this is the seed is the birth of the, the Nephilim. Also, there is the... Um, the seed of Satan, which is the mixture. Babylon means confusion by mixture. 
which is mixing a mermaid like a fish with a with a woman. Um, that's creating, and then they breed. That's creating a new type of seed, DNA. They're doing it now, right? So uh, these are all the seed, and this is our enemies. You know, there's 39 names of uh, <laughs> of giants in the Bible. 39 different uh, families of giants men mentioned. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and uh, find out the meanings of all their names because their names will mean a lot of things. One of them's name means uh, invincible. Uh, another one's name means spiritless toiler. Evil intent on their heart. They don't give up. And and these things are the things that are the lost souls, the poltergeists, the ghosts, the demons that get inside people. And cause the corruption you know uh, we know uh, in the millennium everybody behaves himself right because satan is locked up so we have to uh, have to realize the job of the church is ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 let's have a look here ephesians 3 verse 10 says god now intended something Ephesians 3 verse 10 no matter what I see we have to recognize our job it's not just uh, human um, humanism <laughs> we're dealing with the whole of creation and um, God is dealing with the whole of creation it says Jesus without him nothing was made that wasn't made so everything that was made died with him and everything that was made is going to be restored through him. Um, 310. Um, okay, we go back up further. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9. And to make all men see, to make all men see, what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent, his intent, that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Basically, that's uh, the, the King James, but it's saying that the church's job is to teach the demons a lesson. It's not all just behaving yourself. By behaving ourselves, we teach the principalities a lesson. What are we teaching them? According to the eternal purpose, which is purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with the confidence of faith in him. This is the reason. This is the reason. Whereby I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory, for this cause I bow my knees to the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Everyone is named, all the, all the players in the Bible are named by God. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might in, by his spirit in the inner man. What is that? That's deliverance. Um the riches of his glory is where he's bankrupted the whole creation, bankrupted Satan, 
bankrupted all the seeds, all the kinds. And uh, we see there where with Moses, God, with the story of Moses, took ownership of the firstborn of everything. And that means everything born from that firstborn is his. And in this way, he can do away with the mixture seed. And um, so um, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. This is Emmanuel. This is Jesus Christ with us. We overcome by his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, which is God himself saving us, his blood, the payback for his blood, the justice of his blood. That is what overcomes. That's why blood is needed. It's a blood line. We go back to the window, the rope in the window. We have to look at the rope in the window to be saved. We've got to look at that we are the bloodline. We're not just under the blood. We are part of the bloodline now. We're part of the flesh and blood family of Jesus now. Flesh and blood. My children are my flesh and blood. God's children are his flesh and blood. My children are my name. When two born-again people are together, they are in the name of Jesus together. They're two of the family together, two in my name. When my two children are here visiting, they are here in my name. You have to realise it's more than just under the blood. We are the bloodline. We are the bloodline and we've been given a inheritance. It's ours. You can't earn it outside of it, but you can use it wisely. Yes, we sow it, we use it wisely, but we can't get it by sowing. God got it by sowing. God used sowing his son to get us an inheritance. We have it. It's free. It's all things. It comes every day. And it keeps leading me back to the communion. So praise the Lord. You know, Peter, I want to just uh, say as we're closing tonight, how do we keep ourselves from false doctrine? Get in the word of God. Folks, Peter just smashed the whole serpent seed doctrine tonight with that one verse from the Bible. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. That means they had they made love and and it says... And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord, Genesis 4.1. That's the word of God. That blows this mm-hmm. whole serpent seed doctrine out, which said that Satan mated with Eve to make Cain. Folks, people don't know the word of God or they're using a counterfeit Bible. I say stick with the King James. It won't steer you wrong. And then pick up the name's amplification, which is based on that, and then begin to know the meanings of the words. Yes, there was a Genesis 6 infiltration of the human race we've got some of the details on it there were giants in the land but satan did not mate with eve to produce cain i won't buy that i'm going to stick with what the word of god says and you know peter there should have been no serpent seed doctrine going on someone should have brought that out a long time ago you can go back to yeah you can go right back to genesis for a lot of things you know, Genesis is fantastic for a lot of things. You know, the name Cain means possession. God said that, 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 that sin was outside of him, at his door. And he 
could overcome it. So if Cain was safe in seed, then God's telling Cain he can overcome it. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. And a lot of these things don't add up. Because people have no. left the Word of God. We need to get back to the Word of God. We're going to find all the answers that we're looking for. And we're going to find that many things that we just threw out, we said, oh, that's Old Testament. I don't need to worry about that. That's the very source of the curse that you're under right now, which is producing problems in 2016 for many people because they threw out Deuteronomy 27 and 28. They threw out the Old Testament. God has not broken his word. He watches no. over his and, word and basically, basically, the curse is the corruption. The good news tonight and is you can break those curses by repenting, appropriating Galatians 3.13 in the name of Jesus, confessing sin, repenting, breaking the curse, applying the blood of Jesus, commanding the demons that came out, and pray mm. that um, God kills the harvest because what you sow you shall reap. My brother, we're out of time tonight. I want you to give out your contact Great. info, and I'm going to see you back next week. Great word, okay. as always. Cheers and blessings. You know, we can uh, we can go further. We're out of time. Praise the Lord. Uh, my contact is my name, Peter Whiffen, W, H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, I for Igloo, N for Nelly at Facebook or Hotmail and uh, hiskingdomstable.com or namesamplificationbible.com. So um, we um, thank you and um, uh, we thank God for everybody, of course, and um, let's all work together to get a harvest. Let's all work together to destroy the corruption that's in the world that is the demons. And, brother, um, you came up with an excellent title for an article or more teaching on the subject, you said tonight, fighting against those things that are following us from the past. Man, that's an excellent title right there for something you got to write. <laughs> okay. There's an okay. article there that's for you, brother. Word. Your homework. <laughs> As always, it's an honor <laughs> to work with word. you, Peter. Peter, what's your email address uh, and PayPal if a person would like to support your ministry right mm -hmm. there in the Gold Coast of Australia? Just my name, Peter Whiffen at Hotmail. Dot com is my PayPal, and um, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm um, I actually got a you can't help everyone right, but but I got a I got a couple that have never had a holiday because they were sold into slavery, and um, I, I'm raising a bit of money just to get them out of it. They have to work five in the morning till seven at night every single day. <laughs> oh man! Wow! And they're and they're believers, you know. And it's just a little bit of money. I'm going to match whatever's given to me for that. I'm going to match it like half because I, I put some money aside for to buy a trailer, but I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just hire one and send that money to get these people are making bricks just like Moses. Oh, man. They are wow. suffering, and they're old people. Okay. So um, if someone would like to uh, help free them from the slavery, hmm. how can they do mm -hmm. that? Is this just for they, a they – a brief respite, or is there a way actually to break debt and get them out of no, that? No, we can buy them. We can buy them free, and I've got a person I help over there. That's a lo lovely couple, Christian couple, and uh, they will organise the release, and they they will put the people up in their place. 
Brother, are we talking, so they, they, are we talking literal to, slaves like I've heard exist around the world and for a sum of money you can actually buy them out of slavery? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Wow. Just 1300 bucks. Whoa. And, and they, this is them, the man, the wife, and the kids are all stuck. Okay, brother, I want to help you on that project. I want you to send me a note on that, and let's get the let's get people rallied behind that, folks. This is pretty it's awesome opportunity. Thirteen hundred to free a yeah. family. And, and I'd like to do it for Christmas. And they believers, and man, I tell oh. you something: you help people that can't pay you back. There's a bit of a secret, you know this. Tell me. They're gonna pr they're gonna pray for you with all their heart, and oh man, you. You're going to have their prayers, heartfelt prayers. God's going to listen to them, and you, yeah, it's a good thing to do. Brother, that's that the regard. first cause I've heard in a long time. I, that makes me excited to want to be a part of that. Mm. We're going to talk more yeah. about that one. Also, put a link, oh, please, right. up on my Facebook wall about the Names Application Bible. Peter, we love you. Okay. We're going to see you next time, next week. Same time, brother. Okay. Good job. All right. Cheers and blessings, everybody. That was Minister Peter Whiffen. Folks, did you catch what he said? There are families and individuals on the globe right now that are in literal slavery in 2016. It's true. They're bought and sold. There's indentured servants. We used to have them here in America. You have to work like seven years to get out of it. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.